Welcome to Pretending to be Wizards, our Dungeons & Dragons podcast. If you enjoy our content and would like to help us grow, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also support us by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash p2bw and become a part of our game. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone, welcome back to Pretending to be Wizards. I am your DM, Sid, and I am joined by... Kayla. Carter. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting intently for her to do it. Um, so we're back in Eberron, doing Eberron things. Uh, last time you got deep introspective looks at yourselves. Yep. Um, also, uh, it's been a few weeks since we last played, but the previous episode just came out Monday. So, oh, wow. <laughs> um, wow. Wow. Um, so, you guys uh, finished talking to the warden. Um, oh, great, Degutree. And it was uh, it was about night by that time, so they gave you they put you up and gave you a place to stay overnight. Um, it's a fancy like treehouse thing, super nice, super cool. I stay up most of the <laughs> night, making sure that um, all the seams in my raccoon onesie are in fact superb. Gotcha. I sleep because I'm tired. <laughs> but and only I've had four a hours lot to think about. But only four hours because you're elf. <sighs> and then um, after four hours passes, uh, I go over to you and I'm like, I poke your face a couple of times. I'm like, Hey, Ridley, hey, hey, you awake yet? Ridley, Ridley, Ridley. Yep. Hey, bud. Hey. So, I've got this one last piece of. Uh, Burger wrapper cheese. <laughs> I. Do you I, do you want it? It's only like two days old, so you know. I look it straight in the eyes and I eat it out of her hand. <laughs> Make a constitution that. check, please. <laughs> yep. The the one time in my life. The, the one time in Ridley's bite life, he bites. Okay. Um, oh, shit. Where's my con? <laughs> Too early. Oh, oh, hey. Yeah, that's uh, 17. 17? Okay. Uh, I mean, it, you, it tastes like previously melted American cheese. Like it's... <laughs> but I don't know what that is, so I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, you're great. That's not as good as normal cheese. <laughs> yeah, this feels like, like it's the leftover parts of cheese. That's yeah, <laughs> been processed a couple of times, you know, but waste not, want not. So it can last in theory forever? I don't know. Mm. Horrible. Thank you, Sid. You're welcome, man. All right, so the morning, uh, let's let's say gongs. Morning gong sound. Got it. Um, The wardens use gongs now. I like it. I thought horns was cliche, so I was like... <laughs> I, I want and gongs aren't. I mean, I I don't want my fantasy characters being on, more along lines of like the fires of Gondor. Like I just <laughs> thinking gongs could be fun. I think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and specifically, it's it's rang by a small grung with a really big gong mallet. Good. Mm. Um, does does, he like, sh- does, does it, it does shake the, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Does it yeah. Like, go up the stick into his body? He's like. Yes. Good. Exactly that. Good. Um, Tiny frog man. And they're like, Steven, you don't have to do that. He's like, I have to. <laughs> it's the rules. I just really enjoy it. <clears throat> um, 
So you guys are greeted by a uh, uh, lean shifter man um, who uh, brings you guys some provisions before you head out. Gives you like some some rations for traveling and things like that. If you could say that he had a spirit animal, what animal would it be? I really sincerely did not pick anything for him because I didn't want to speak any words for him. <laughs> um, uh, let's... Oh, you know what? He's Badger. This is Badger. Ah, dope. Okay. Does he also have a Badger onesie? He does not. You're the he's, only one. He's dru- he's druidic and shit. He's... Oh, okay. That's fine. I get it. Um. So he... He uh, meets you guys, gives you some provisions and stuff, um, and he has a map of the area for you that's a little more um, close up to give you some idea of, like, the normal traveling paths to get to the labyrinth. Mm. Um, He does know that the wild hunter shifters are in the north edge of the forest near the labyrinth. You'll probably pass them through either path you take, um, but there is a long path around the Circle of Dreams... So you avoid the Fey realm, but it will take you probably an extra day onto your trip, or you can cut straight through the Fey wilds. Um, but he advises you to beware, beware of the fairies. I don't know, man. Fey sound kind of cool. The the Circle of Dreams is the territory of a druid group called the Green Singers, um, but majority of what you'd run into would be Fey creature. Um, can I roll it? history check on that and see how much I know about that area and, like, how scared of it I should be. Sure, yeah. Okay. Can I also help him in that endeavor? Yes. Okay, you guys can try. I got a 16 plus 2. Specifically history, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's let's go with that 18, not my 13. 18? Okay. Um, so, Soot, mm-hmm. you reasonably know a little bit about this area. Um, you do know that the Feywilds are not so much lethal, um, as you do run the risk of being trapped there. Fey are meticulous creatures, and they, uh, though they're known for mischief and chaos, they have a very strict set of rules and laws that if you break one, you may be stuck in their Fey realm. You know, Fey bureaucracy and all. Yeah. What kind of what kind of rules will be? We well, I mean, don't eat anything while you're there. Okay. Um, if a small child comes up to you, just kind of ignore them. <laughs> uh, mainly because they aren't children. These uh, are all exactly things I was <clears throat> I was actually going to point out. Um, if you see any mist, just, like, pretend you don't see it. And if anything strange comes up to you, be polite. But if it offers you anything, just be like, I've already got something, thank you. I've already gotten that pamphlet before. I'm in. I'm enrolled in your in your emails. Thank you, though. Hmm. You know, I get the newsletter every week. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's all pretty good. That's all so pretty good politely info. declining strangers terrifies Carter <laughs> and Ridley. <laughs> um, okay, then the other the other path okay. will lead you around the circle of dreams, um, and it will uh, take. It will add an extra day on, and it is um, much like the forest that you entered through. You may encounter beasts and creatures like that. Wasting time is not Ridley's... Okay, um... Roll a d4. Odds are we go through the (laughs) forest even as we go around. Well, you're in the forest, and it's just specifically the realm of the Fae. 
Ridley canonically pulls out a D4 <laughs> to figure this out because he really can't decide. Odds were which one? We go through the forest. Go through the forest? Yep. I guess we go through <laughs> the forest. You rolled twice. Okay. I got two nat ones rolled out of the way. Oh, good. So that's good. <laughs> nat ones on a D4? Maybe it's just on a D4, but that's fine. Then good 25%. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so... Is there anything you want to look for while you're here, or do you want to just head on out? Um, I would like to ask these shifter, um, specifically if there's anything we should avoid at all costs when going through the Feywild. Um. If he says the Feywild in itself, then we're just going to go around. No, no, no. Um, the Wardens, like, there is another Druid Coven there, and Mm -hmm. so they are in contact with them just as they are in contact with the Gatekeepers as well. Okay. Um, they just, uh, they advise you that the... The Fae themselves are fickle and picky people, mm-hmm. so just um, try your best to uh, be mindful of yourselves. Try don't and don't take anything from their realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, question, and I ask him this in complete honesty: Can I offer them food instead? Um, what a power move! <laughs> he actually thinks on that. He's um, I'm not sure. Fairies take debt very seriously. They may just they may decline it, or they may feel compelled to trade or something. Okay. You never know. Okay. So, in a realistic sense, Badger, um, should we trade with them for anything, and we leave whatever we took in the Feywild before crossing out of it? Does that still count as taking it? I wouldn't think so. It, it, an exchange of goods seems reasonable mm-hmm. as something to take, um, but you have to make sure that you understand very clearly what is being traded. Okay. So, yeah, there. I look over, and at this point I look over at Ridley and I say, as long as we don't get ourselves in any monkey paws, you know, conundrums, we They're real be fine. mischievous lawyers. That's why it's the Fay Court. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I said the real mischievous lawyers. That's why it's the fake court. Oh, I yeah. thought you said loiters. Oh no, lawyer. <laughs> like they just like they're mischievous lawyers. No, I th- yeah, I thought you said mischievous loiters. Like they just like hang around and like lean on things. <laughs> they just do not leave that liquor store parking lot. Right, <laughs> it's like they fucking live there. They just hang around the auto zone all day across street from the high school. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a reference to your life. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's not. I feel like that's not exclusively Louisville. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. But yeah. So. Anything else? Um. I asked Badger if he wants a piece of uh my uh, uh paper cheese. I don't think you had any. I thought you get the last piece. Oh, that's right. I dig deeper into my bag and I find um a, a, like another potatoes. Not not potato skin. Uh. You want my skin. adieu bologna? Oh, yes! I have a dew bologna as well. Uh, no. As a parting gift. <laughs> no, no thanks. No. It's got a little bit of, like, you know... Uh, no, no thanks. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not certain what that is, but I'm a vegetarian. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're a badger, what the fuck? Anyways. <laughs> He's not a badger. He has badger qualities. Whatever. <laughs> He's badgerific. <laughs> he gets a badge for it. 
And with that, <laughs> into the Feywilds you go. Huh? Yeah, I guess we are going to Feywilds. That, that makes sense. We're too, we're too curious. <laughs> Alright. Um, kind of like spit out a little bit of like felt stuff. Like it's kind of like, yeah, oof. So you guys um, head out on, on the on the trail. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's going to be a few hours still before you reach the Feywild, but you have left sort of the area of the Wardens um, just kind of moving um, I guess just at a, probably just a regular pace, just keeping up. Don't want to exhaust yourselves or anything. Yeah. Um, Taking in the scenery. You catch some movement around you in trees and stuff, um, but nothing seems to be, like, heading your way. Probably small animals and things like that. Um, off in the distance, at one point, you do spot what looks <laughs> like a couple of bears, but they don't seem super interested in you. Mm. Um, hmm. When... Suddenly, you realize that there is a third person walking in step with you guys. Ah, Jesus. Hasn't said a word. You know, long, silvery cloak, just walking alongside you guys. I lean over to Ridley, and I say, I've dealt with these kinds of people before. Just keep walking. They'll give up eventually. I do that. (laughs) I guess. Okay. Um, Where are they walking in relation to us? Well, if you two were just walking side by side, they're also on your... They're next to... Okay. Uh, they're on the right side, whoever's standing on the right. It's me. They're it's, on my side. They're on your side. <laughs> You're just walking as a trio now. I guess so. Appear basically out of nowhere. Yeah. You have no idea when they appeared... And you're not certain you can hear their footsteps, but you're just still walk, marching through the woods anyway. Question. Out of my, like, peripheral sightline, do they have wings? No. No? They're just kind of very quiet? Got it. Okay. Can I roll an insight check without, like, stopping stride or, like, staring straight at them? I don't think so. Okay. If you, yeah, if you want to investigate since them, I you am, have to investigate them. Since I am the closest, can I, like, make an, like a perception check and see what race they are or something like that? Uh, they seem human. The qualities, you can, the qualities you can see seem human. Okay. Weird. Um, not anything distinctive of like a shifter of the area or really a wood elf either. They're a little taller and slender than that. Hmm. Taller and slender. Got it. Yeah, they, they, they're about Ridley's height, probably. Oh, okay. Alright, yeah, let's just keep on trucking. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. How, how long do you intend to just keep walking? For about another, like, 10 or 15 minutes. They just stay right and shy with you. You still haven't reached the edge of the Feywilds yet. Got it. So you're still in oh. in the woods. So this probably isn't a fairy? Maybe. Um, let's... I'm gonna be very careful of my words. Um... I'm going to say... Well, good thing we're on the right track, and we are certainly not lost. Uh, the person speaks, um, just says, yeah, I'm not really keeping track of where I'm at. Cool. Sorry, the look on Carter's face is just too much for me right now. Anxiety. <laughs> um. It's here. It's real. It's now. <laughs> um. 
So, traveling partner, where are you heading? This way. Just walking with you. What about you? Oh, you know, this way. <laughs> certainly not lost, though, because we certainly have a map. Oh, me too. Uh, he pulls out this wildly old parchment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this map uh, looks nothing like the country that you reside in. Jesus oh, Christ. Christ. Maybe vaguely in the same shape, but yeah. no borders. And it looks like even topographical like areas are vastly different from what even you can recognize. Oh my gosh. He rolls it back up. It's really pretty. Did you draw it yourself? Oh, no. Oh. So, uh, how long you been on the road? As long as I can remember. How long can you remember? <laughs> Probably forever. Mm. Um. <laughs> Are you that Johnny Cash song? Are you the Highwayman? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> so, what puts you guys on the road? Uh, you know, feet. <laughs> <laughs> We're in search of the finest feet. Feet. <laughs> Different way to interpret that phrase. I like it. I hate English. It's bad. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm scared. Not the same. Yeah. I looked down at his feet. Is he actually floating? No. Oh, okay. He's walking. Oh, okay. Hate to ask, um, friend, friend or foe? Uh, just a traveler. Okay. Uh, is there anything we can do to give you a hand? Help you on your way? I don't think so. Uh, I know some people around here, but I haven't seen them in a while, so... Question. Are you a friend of the Traveler? You could say that. Have you met him before? You could say that. Have you met, um... Just, just out of crazy happenstance. Can you keep throwing me a religion check just, just yeah. before we get into too much meta knowledge about what Soot knows and doesn't? Oh, wait, know. what's the traveler? The traveler is a one um, of the dark six. One of the. But I'm one of the. I follow the sovereign host. Yeah, but yeah. it's the opposite of the dark six. Yeah, but also the sovereign host blindly hate them. So that's fair. Like what? What your um, actual knowledge is, and so it's not super great. It's a twelve. Okay, so yeah, you you do know of the Dark Six. Um, you you know, you would know that the Traveler is of the domain of chaos mm-hmm. um, and trickery, but that's you probably don't know a whole lot further from that. Yeah, you probably think of the Traveler in in probably a negative light, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> you could say that. Are you friends with or do you know of Balinor? I've heard the name. Of course, everyone's heard the Sovereign Host. Of course, I'm a I'm a cleric of his. Oh, wonderful! These this must be your uh, your natural environment. You could say something like that. Is this something that is this something along the same lines of you as well? Your natural environment. Um, you could call the trail that. I don't know, man. This really sounds like that uh, the Highwayman from that John, Johnny Cash song. Hey, so I'm absolutely not convinced that he's actually just the Traveler. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I'm trying to think. Such uh, a fucking good song. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other questions? Do you I'll probably any? I'll probably pick, I'll probably pick up in a second once okay. I figure out exactly what I want to say. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. So you guys walk a little. You guys walk along a little further. Um. He doesn't seem at all deterred by like there being silence between mm-hmm. conversation and everything. Yeah. Um. He strikes up a few like topics of conversation, just asking about like, um, Solana say your hometown, th- some mm-hmm. things like that. Um, do you, do you give much history on yourselves to this person or not? Uh, I give as little information about myself personally okay. as I can okay. without being rude. Yeah. Um, I would, I would set it up like, um, Ridley's probably so nervous that he could be charmed. So do you want to do like a charisma contest? Hmm. Sure. What do you... Okay. Jeez, this character has like, stats. I'm just, just do. I'm just gonna do a pure number. I don't know. Okay, this character doesn't have, don't have stats for this character. Okay, well, I actually rolled. All right, so that's gonna be twenty one. Oh yeah, yeah. You're okay, fine. um, you, you're, you're nervous, but you, you have control of what you're saying. I have my you're, wits about me, and I yeah. don't give him my social security number. Yeah, you're okay. Your strength of, your strength of personality is still, okay. still has, has a control there. You are a sorcerer, after all. That's. Yeah. Your force of will is mm-hmm. pretty important. Um, by the way, what's your charisma? My charisma is uh, negative one. Oh! Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, uh, he asked you, um, he asked you guys, are y'all looking for anything in the Fey realm? No, we're just passing through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely don't want anything from there. That's for okay. sure. I mean, maybe good, good take in the scenery, take in the, the people there, but other than that... Even in my head, I wouldn't say take in the scenery, because I'm sure some motherfucking fairy would be like, ah, <laughs> oh, he took it. <laughs> I will enjoy nothing there. <laughs> you don't they, say this out loud, right? They could be like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did say that out loud. Oh, She's like, they can be like that. <laughs> I once knew someone here. He, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what he's up to nowadays. But uh, he used to be pretty big with the fairies. He, he starts making weird faces, kind of looking around. He's like, my map must be off. I thought I'd be there by now. I check the map and make sure that we're still on the right track. You are still on the right track. Okay. You're probably about an hour out of the, the Fae Wilds themselves. Okay. Um, uh, I very politely say, um, well, we're going to this Fae Wild, and we're supposed to be about an hour away, and I've been keeping track of my map. Oh, yes. Huh. Mine must be a bit dated. But yeah, uh, that's... It's about where I'm headed as well. Oh yeah, yours still has Sudan as one country. It's like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. The uh, 
the fair an interesting bunch. They're they're known for chaos, but they have so many rules. So strict. I would even call them predictable. Why would you say that? Well, if you have the title of mischievous, then you're going to do mischief. It makes people sort of aware. If someone, if a fairy fools you into doing something, that's not a surprise. That's what a fairy does. I wouldn't call that chaotic, would you? No. I wouldn't say that's chaotic. I would say it's balanced. It's what you would expect. What's your title? Hmm? What do you mean? What do you call yourself? We've been walking all this way. What's your name? Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. May I call you Danny? Sure. All right. <laughs> You're expecting something wild, huh? Yeah, well done. Okay. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, since you are so very knowledgeable in this matter, you seem human. I mean, of course, I seem human, but I'm actually part raccoon. But just directly out of curiosity. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm human. Hmm. You're so quiet, you snuck up on us. <laughs> Watch this at the end, just be some buck wild, like insane human. <laughs> just walks away from us, like, well, bye. He's actually the druid that we all fear. He, like, shits bees and <laughs> shouts hurricanes. Uh, Since the vomit bees and spit and shit hurricanes to stay relevant in this <laughs> god awful world. <laughs> gosh. Oh, gosh. Um, hmm. Uh huh. He also, he, uh, sort of continues his, his strange line of questioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, um, what, if I was to say something was chaotic, I would expect change. What, the fairies don't ever seem to change. Well, they're timeless. Yes. So that, doesn't that just take away from... What people believe about them? Where even the elves are called loose and chaotic sometimes, but as far as I know, the elves have some of the strictest codes in all of the country. They're they serve they've served the same ruler for millennia. Well, I mean I am I would describe myself as a lawful person. Um, however, I also agree that sometimes laws don't necessarily mean the best. Um, of but course, you are predictably lawful. You are a servant of a lawful god. You don't call yourself anything other than that. Your god is a hunter, is a tribesman. Balnor is a chieftain. You, you serve a figure of law. I guess that's kind of true, yeah. I mean, I serve him in a... In a way that's not normally seen. Um, maybe I just interpreted what his teachings were differently. Um, I specifically give rights for, you know, graves burials and and things of that matter, or things of that ah, nature. Yes. Believe in the balance of life and death and 
Uh, of course, since he is, you know, the god of life, you know, he, uh, in theory, you know, in continuation, is the god of death as well. Of course, of course. Maybe the chaos is a misnomer. Maybe we call the Fae chaotic because they don't act in accordance with society. And so instead of instead of calling them chaotic, we should just call them mischievous. That's what I think. Now there there are some Fae like consider the hag. The hag has the power to change dreams and shape reality. They can shake up society. They can make change. They might be truly chaotic. But then they lie in wait with this power for centuries, and no one feels the change, except for the most timeless of beings. Well, if everything changed on a moment's notice, then the world would, of course, revel into chaos, and then laws would be broken. Yes, this is true. I think what... I think what our fellow journeyman is saying is that no one's really as chaotic as they say they are. Is that kind of the point you're getting to? Yes, I think so. I also wonder what what it would take for these people who call themselves chaotic to truly be chaotic. Because now, they're recognized as mischievous. They're recognized as disrupting order. They're known for that. What could they do that would be chaotic without doing what they already do? And that would be to cause balance. That yes, they would have to become society, and that would be what truly out of character for the Fae. But then if they did, they would have to embrace the law. The laws of others. So what mm. what would it take for a Fae to reach this point? What what would a Fae need? A Fae could do something human like and would be different from Fae, but not change society. <sighs> I'm recognizing what we're running into now, and I hate it, and I'm so scared. <laughs> I was did told... you just show us your hand? I'm sorry? Did you just show us your hand? He holds out his hands. No, come on, come on, come on. I'm not following. Are you telling me that you're... a fae trying to act human and normal for the sake of chaos? Oh my gosh, no, are you the no. first normcore fae? No, 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 no. That sounds oh boring. Oh my gosh, I got it! <laughs> sounds so boring. The true chaotic fae have to be normcore. They have to listen to Weezer. <laughs> I got it. It's a bold choice. It's a bold strategy. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I mean, why wasn't his name Jonas? <laughs> I was once told of a of a pixie who was <laughs> <laughs> You're just making it worse. What? The pixies. The pixies. <laughs> well, yeah. Another normcore. <laughs> you know. But Go ahead. Was, Sorry. I was once told of a pixie who <laughs> who found a uh, who basically. I don't know if you're familiar with the works of wizards or warlocks, 
but created a pact with a, a certain warlock and was forced to leave the Feywilds in order to create balance with the rest of the world because that mm. is who he had to be. That's what his pact was. But fairies and pacts, that's not out of character. Well, what? it is if it's if the pact itself is causing you to do lawfully things. Like, well, in theory, lawful things. Yes. What, what would you think of if a fae tried to do something godlike? They could do something human-like and very easily change their nature. But what if a fairy tried to be godlike? These princes of the fae, they, they don't serve any deities, but all they serve them. As a follower of a god, I would have to say that you have to be very careful when doing something like that. Because in a world of gods, and there are many, you can't believe one without the other, you know? Mm -hmm. In a world of gods, you have to be careful of your humanity and your, you know your footprint on this world. Mm-hmm. Should you be too arrogant, gods will smite you, you know. And really, at what point do you become a god and see to it that it's not out of soul, like, arrogance? Hmm. Well, there are many, there could be many arrogant gods. Oh yeah, Definitely. Would it be chaotic if someone not Fae-like did something Fae-like? Yeah. So if a man did something Fae-like, it could upset order, and that maybe stick. Mm-hmm. That tracks. Or a god could do something Fae-like. Does this man have any symbols on him? Nope. He, uh... He stops walking, pats you both on the back, and starts heading straight off the track immediately to your left. I immediately look at Ridley's back. You don't see anything. I want to roll an investigation. I want to thoroughly investigate his back. Okay. Damn it. That's a... Yeah, that's a five. Okay. There's nothing on my back. You don't see anything. Damn it. Okay. Is Ridley Um, naked? No, he's wearing clothes. Will you investigate my back as well? Yeah. Yeah. I don't see your back. Don't see. You don't even see a raccoon. You're Uh-oh. just like, what the fuck is he going? Okay. Uh, you now realize you are surrounded by very different trees than you've been seeing, and there's a light mist surrounding you. Check the map. Are we on the right path? We are still on the right path, yeah? Yes, and you have passed the border into the Feywild. Okay. okay. Just keep swimming. Yeah, just keep walking. Okie dokie. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, but I honestly think we char- like we just came across the traveler. I I really really think so. It was the hot. I'm sorry. It was fucking Johnny Cash. <laughs> I'm not. I'm sorry. So collabed with Willie Nelson on that song. <laughs> There's a few others in it. It was incredible. It was really okay. just like guys. Yeah. We'll go, give it. Give it a listen. Give it a listen. Okay. Wait a little later. Okay. <laughs> but go ahead, Sid. What were you gonna say? Well, you guys are now. I am currently pouring a drink. You guys are now. In the Feywilds, you know, okay. marching along the dark, gloomy, Feyish place. Mm-hmm. And it's weirdly still around you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like there's wind in this place. You're not certain where the sun is. It's sort of overcast, sort of like you're in the middle of a cloud. Ooh. But you know it was like almost noon by the time you reach this mm-hmm. area. Don't worry about it, just keep walking. So I just want you to know, if I see some fey titties, just slap me. Just slap me real hard. <laughs> see them, them fey titties. Because I, cause I'll, I'll, I won't keep walking. <laughs> okay, I will, I will make sure that I just tie a rope around your waist and just drag you along. <laughs> Avoiding the siren song of the fey titties. I don't wanna. I don't wanna avoid it. <laughs> it's a good way to die. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, no, it's not. I promise it's not. Um, as you're walking, you realize that the, the the trail you're walking on has sort of been, now has like a border along it of like twisted thorns that are just braided following along the edge of your trail. Like a perfect walking path. How pretty. Cool. Keep walking. <laughs> don't smell any roses. Don't <laughs> Don't stray from the path. Um, any wolves approach, just tell them to fuck off. <laughs> keep walking. Um, so you guys march along. Um, you sort of keep going like for a few hours almost, mm-hmm. re- getting closer to the edge of the, the Feywilds. Mm-hmm. Um, and you reach a point in the path where there's crossed branches that are over the path. Mm-hmm. I keep walking into them for a second. Just walk into them? Yeah, I try to walk through them. Can I Wait. check and see if they're a trap? Uh... I'm not gonna let you because we really said it first. I'm sorry. Okay. I said it first. Um, I didn't check. But as you, but you walk, you walk through. You see that there's kind of like a thicket of branches just crossing over the path. Uh-huh. But you can see that you can get through to the other side. Um, okay. As you sort of push your way through and break branches and get out of the out of the way, um, you enter what's sort of sort of like a room surrounded by a hedge wall, and the path has become this circle. You see a path on the other side, but um, to your left, and at the end of this sort of oval-shaped room, there is a man sitting in a chair, leaning on his fist, looking at you. So, do I... Do I wave, or do I just ignore him? Um, Have you come through the, the, I, the thicket? I will go through. And I will say, good evening, sir. Just passing through. 
Oh, you are? I say the exact same thing. <laughs> um, we would like to, at least. Guards! And from behind you, without even, like, noticing their arrival, they pick you up by your backpacks and begin rifling through them. Oh! Hey, just don't don't take my baloney, please. One of them finds the baloney and goes, here, and leaves it. Um, <laughs> and then, out of your backpack, pulls a fluted glass, like a champagne glass. I don't understand. That was not mine. I never... Fuck that guy. Um, of course it's not. Can I give it to you instead? A, <laughs> you a want nice to gen- give me what's already mine? A nice gentleman came in, uh, was talking with us along the way, and you may... Cast whatever spell you need to to see that I am telling the truth. No magic is permitted in the court. I understand. Completely understand. So, then I hope that you just believe me to the best of your, to the best of my ability. And I explain to him what happened in a very cheerful, light tone, <laughs> and then say, if, uh, if you'd like, I can give you whatever gold I have, as well as any snacks I have as well. I don't need you to return something that's already mine. You already attempted to leave my domain with it. Then I simply put it on the ground and I step away from it. As I said, I never took it and had no intentions of taking anything from you. I understand that um, though your things are very beautiful, um, and the outside world would love to see them. I had no intentions of taking anything, and I will leave it here for you. He leans forward, and his chair slides off the wall and gets right into your face. Still sitting in his chair, but leaning mm-hmm. farther forward, mm-hmm. and it's inc- and it's gone up like a step off the ground to be eye to eye with you. Got it. I am very short, I understand. <laughs> um, you're not a warden. No. What are you doing here? I am soot. I didn't ask that. I am strictly passing through. I have to find my father. And where is he? Well, that's the thing, is I don't know. I'm trying to get to the gatekeepers, so that way they can help me. Was he at the bottom of my champagne glass? No, because I didn't take it in the first place. Although I wouldn't know, because I didn't take it in the first place. So He, he might leans be. back and the chair slides back into the wall. Um, <sighs> mortals, how long do you live? I always forget. Well, probably until tomorrow at least. Hmm. I don't like this one. Let's see. Normal, normal punishment for taking from my realm. Servitude to the Fae for amount of years equal to the worth of the artifact stolen. That champagne glass was part of a very nice set. Mm, let's say 57 uh, years. I'll be dead before then. 
Hmm. We'll make sure you're not. Now, that or execution. You'll definitely be dead before then. Um, you have a preference? Guard, bring me a coin. Before the guard steps out of the hedge and hands him a coin and puts it in his, in his palm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, that's my coin. <laughs> <laughs> you stole that gentleman's coin. How dare you? Uh, vines snap out of the ground and wrap around your face just for a minute. <laughs> just like, never accuse a prince of stealing. And the vines disappear. <laughs> okay, so... What are you going to do? I actually have 125 gold pieces and 165 silver pieces. So I'm going to say, what would it take for, or what would it take for me to buy my life back? <sighs> Servitude. That is, that is the price you must pay. I have no need for gold or silver. What about magic? Can you do magic? I am a cleric of Balinor. Balinor, yes. He's a respectable god, I suppose. He is very good to this land. What can you do? Many of things. I pull out my prayer book, and I begin explaining that, um, uh, should need, I can, um, cast a spell on, uh, the prince that, uh, um, I can allow, or I can give him the ability to drink to his heart's desire for one night. And he won't be getting any type of hangover in the morning hmm. to any to his heart's content. Alright. I would like both of you to make a Let me see where it is. Sorry. Should have prepared this before. I believe it's a wisdom save. Charisma saving throw. Okay. Let's y'all make a charisma saving throw. Oh, good. Natural 20! Oh! Um, I got a 14. 14? Yep. So he picks up a goblet that is off to the side of his chair and taps it on the side of his chair and this ring of light expands from around him and encircles the room. He looks over both of you very intently for a moment. You, elf, half-elf, meh. Yes. I know what they told me, but you tell me. Who? Where did they get that glass? And you are compelled to tell the truth, and you cannot withhold from, uh... From speaking. Okay. Um. <coughs> you cannot avoid it by choking and dying either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, t- I tell the uh, I tell the prince about the gray hooded traveler and the pat on the back. He stops you for a moment. 
The gray hooded what? Um He only gave his name as Daniel. He appeared to be a human man. He silently and without our notice just began traveling next to us on the road here. Uh, and was asking bizarre questions about wanting to be a god. Yeah, he talked about, you know, like, chaos and society and shit. You know, the things that random strangers on the street talk to you about. You see his face is starting to get red as he listens to you speak? Uh-huh. I see. Uh, Where is he now? Right as we entered the Feywilds, he... Not you. Yes, sir. You can lie. <laughs> um... Before we walked into the Feywilds, he yeah, took a hard left and walked straight off. Uh, but not before patting us both on the back, which we suspect the glass came from. Hmm. He holds up his hand, the glass flies to his hand. He looks at it. He smells it. Hmm. A very good year. <laughs> Much too old for you two. I see. He holds it in his hand and he breaks the stem of the glass and throws it off to the side. Do you know who the traveler is? I know of him only as a god of the Dark Six. Bullshit. That insect doesn't deserve to be a god. <laughs> Some pompous wizard. Is he a human that made himself a god? <laughs> Most definitely. Something like that nonsense. When I, a fey prince, have not been permitted to ascend. The Dark Six required an agent of trickery. And they ascended a human into their ranks. It's a pretty sweet trick. Not I who can ascend. Not I who can shape reality. Not I who is a god amongst fey. He knocks his goblet off the table and then another one appears on the other side of his chair and fills with red wine. <laughs> I love him. Mr. Prince, sir, what is what is your name, if I might ask? You may refer to me as the Prince of Wine and Madness. Dionysus, or the Prince of Wine and Madness? Got it. <laughs> I will tell you what, cleric. I bow. I will allow you the opportunity to fulfill your sentence outside of my realm. Hmm, okay. 57 years. You must hunt the traveler. And you have met him. He has taken an interest in you, of course. He doesn't reveal himself. To anyone. And if I refuse? Then you can serve it here. 
I'll tell you what. But as you know, we never took anything. Because we haven't even... This is the first time entering your court in general. I find your ignorance of our laws completely criminal. You will try to leave with something that belongs to me. Which I don't not. care how you got it. <laughs> so it just giggles. She just... They just giggle. Your service is here or out there. You know, for ones who don't believe in debt, you sure are an interesting bunch. We don't believe in debt? Well, not to those who I've already been willing to give you something in return. It is you who doesn't understand value, mortal. I value many of things. And I do not. Then this champagne glass, which you've already broken, seems to have no intrinsic value at all. That's not for you to decide. You're not a prince. Now, (laughs) I've given you your options, and I can even help you on this journey that I have so graciously bestowed upon you. I will give you some of my power so that you may hunt a god. Take it or not, I don't care. But, mark my words, 57 years. Find the traveler and kill him for me. And this is your choice. But I'm already a cleric of Balinor. Yes, yes. I understand I'm not to his degree. I'm not divine by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I would like to cast Guidance on myself. Okay. And... Actually, wait, no. That's for a roll. No. I'm a level three cleric. I can do something. Here. What are you... What are you wanting to do? I want Balinor to make his presence known. You want to try divine intervention? I want to try divine intervention if I can. I don't think I can. I think you did at level three, but that's a percentile roll. And I'm willing to try it. <laughs> you have to roll below a three. <laughs> oh my gosh. On a D100. Oh my gosh. <laughs> One second, I am looking at it. Yeah. You can, you can certainly attempt it. This was not the course I was expecting, but I'll give it a shot. We've seen Hayden make this roll before, so... Yeah. So, okay, Sid. Yeah. uh, Our options are to age 57 years. No, me. You can walk away. He has every right to walk away. It is only me. No, no, no. The offering is to serve the sentence here or serve the sentence hunting the traveler. Right, but like... Okay, for like the, the... For the... 
for this campaign that we're playing, like it's basically just like get waylaid for fifty seven years here or go about our way, uh, but we got to be ready to kill that dude if we ever see him again, right? Right. Okay. He offers you the means to do so. Okay. Seems like a cool so, dude, though. I don't think that I actually can. But you're the DM. What I've le- come up with this idea. What level is divine? <laughs> or are you going to try and divine intervention or no? I would like to try divine intervention. Okay. But well, I'm only level three. Well, level and either. divine intervention is a tenth level spell. Okay. Oh, you get the you get the feature at level ten? I think so. If I understand oh, correctly. Oh, right. Because you start with a 10% chance. Yep. Okay. Mm. With the three percent chance. And then no, you can't. But what are you gonna try? Is that it? <sighs> no, because I can't do anything anyways. Because the mm-hmm. channel divinity that I do have is path to the grave, yeah. which you know, yeah. you <gasps> curse a creature. <sighs> okay. Um. You chose the quick path. This isn't a punishment. I'm telling you, like this is this is. No, the, I know. I'm trying to figure out a loophole. This is a plot hole. point. This is. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a loophole because the Fae always have a loophole. That's how they're able to make their own. That's how they're able to not get burdened by their own laws. Actually, the Fae don't get sucked into loopholes because they know them. They trick humans who don't know the rules. Faye don't fall for but their own rules. But I did rules. know the rules, and I didn't take anything. <sighs> okay. Fight a god. Go for it. <laughs> I'm a level three cleric now. Mm-hmm. When are we going... Like, how much longer until we... We don't have experience points. So when is our next level up? That's super meta-knowledge. When y'all reach the labyrinth, that's the next milestone. Okay. That's super meta. Why would the... We're gonna get stronger while we live in the Fey realms until we can fight him. No. 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 What I was gonna say was... What I was going to try and say was, there's not even a cleric of the Fae. Like, that's not a thing. No. There's a paladin of the Fae. Well, I'm not a paladin, so... (laughs) I'll give you a hint. What he's offering you is a pact. If you know what that means. I don't want to be a warlock either. You won't be a warlock. You don't have to accept the power that he grants you. Question for the prince. Okay. So let's say I agree to your pact or anything else that you're offering us. With the sole purpose being Hunt the Traveler. And I should... 
since I am a cleric, decide that, you know, this specific god is actually a better god. And I begin to follow him instead. By that point, I will have a, such a strong connection to him that I would be able to call upon his own power. And you, not being a god, what would you be able to do in that small matter of fact? You can wait 57 years and find out. As he says that, thorns start to intertwine all through the hedges around him. He's still leaning back in his chair, Mm -hmm. drinking from his huge wine goblet. Mm-hmm. He has that like wine goblet that's that can hold a whole bottle, right? Yeah, it also spawned <laughs> wine into it from from beneath. He got that at Bed Bath and Beyond. And since I'm the only one that you found an artifact on, this is only for me, not for my friend. Correct? If he wants the power, he can take your years if you do not want it. What's the power? Fey magic. Magic of a prince, an arch fey. Is there a specific weapon that would come with it? If your power grows and you choose to accept it. You could be a bait singer. <laughs> no, I'm good. That's no, a hex blade. Oh, right. Uh, Not bad. Or, well, the pact of the blade. Mm hmm. But I turned it to you since you are the magically inclined. She's technically a higher caster level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey DM, how close are we to the edge of the the Feywilds? Right on it. You have reached like the border, and this is why you appeared in this place. Mr. Prince of Wine and Madness, sir. Yes. I am free to go. I suppose. I walk out. Okay. Okay. Um, I walk out into the wilderness, and I just start screaming for the traveler. <laughs> well, you walk out through the thicket. You don't see the hedges behind you. Okay. 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 Um, That's fine. I, I just you're sit, at the ed- edge of the woods. I sit Indian style right where I was at, and I just start screaming for uh, yelling traveler. Okay. Yeah. Nothing really happens. Okay, okay. Tried it. Back to use it. Swing and a miss. You're now alone in the courtroom. Yes. Sorry. With the prince. His guards seem to, like, appear and disappear as he calls on them. Mm -hmm. Do you mind if I take a nap? (laughs) Let me think on it for a minute. (laughs) How bullshit can we be towards Sid Caleb? I really, I really want you to roll a persuasion check. <laughs> Damn it! Being the being the god of wine, he understands sleep it off. I think, <laughs> but you gotta give me at least a roll. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Let's put his insight. What'd you get? It's wait. What was it? What was it? What was the roll? Persuasion. Persuasion. Um. So it was. 
a 13. 13. <sighs> and what would that be for? So I can have a moment with Balinor before I decide to take your pact. Balinor arrives in your sleep. I am a cleric of his. Give it a shot. Okay. I lay down <laughs> on the ground and I fall asleep. Okay. Um. So this time you are in this familiar black space mm -hmm. that you had been in once before. Mm -hmm. And you hear sort of the cries of various animals. Mm -hmm. And this one avian sound sticks out to you. Mm -hmm. What is it, child? Valinor, what was the name of my father? I am sorry, child. I am not Valinor. I knew it. Then who are you? I am one of the many spirits of your people. Show yourself. Who are you? I cannot. Your spiritual connection is with that of the raccoon. You have taken this spirit within you long ago. I am that of an ancestor. I came to you once before, remember? I know, but I'm currently sleeping in the, the floor of a uh, fey prince's court, and I honestly need you to prove yourself. All of the sound goes quiet. Um, at, basically at the moment you said Fay Prince's Court mm -hmm. all the sound went quiet and then you fall into water and wake up no can I pray to the traveler <laughs> I literally just want Balinor's guidance on this so that way I know I'm doing the right thing because I don't want to upset him by taking this pact, because if I take this pact, I will I will dis it will make me distance myself from this person I've already given myself to, and I don't know what to do. That's why this is the hard choice put on you. Yep. It's not a puzzle; it's a plot point. You want the power, or not the power. Okay, I don't want the power. Okay, then all the hedges fall to bits into ashes around you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to take a break here for a minute. <laughs> Be back in just a sec. Sorry again for my outburst. And we're back. Uh, now filled with tacos. <laughs> uh, and chocolate. What is, what is on my sketchpad? Drink? Chocolate and ale! Um, and sexual beverages. Sexual beverages. Oh, I'm sorry. Kinky cocktails, not sexual beverages. <laughs> nope, they will be referred to as sexual <laughs> beverages from now on out. Jesus Christ. Um, 
So, all right. Uh, so you are, have now been. Um, you basically find yourself just violently thrown out of the Feywild. Um, you just get like launched, sort of. Oh yeah! As this out happens, as this happens, uh, Sid screams, "I totally deserve this!" <laughs> just gets thrown out there. Um, really, you're still sitting there going, "Traveler!" And then all of a sudden, Sid just comes flying past your head mm-hmm. and just crashes into the floor. How'd it go? Well. Even though we didn't do anything, um, we gotta kill the Traveler in, like, 57 years or I die, I think. I don't know. I think I die. It's a little unclear. (laughs) Well, that's... a thing. Yup. Isn't it? Isn't that about a thing? Life's a thing and then you die, so that's fair. You right. Plot twist, we went back and she decided to serve in the Fey Realm. And this is a new Fey campaign. This is. <laughs> um, Fey Sweeping Floors campaign. <laughs> Alright, so now. I'm sorry, the top of my kinky bottle says HH starts now. Guess which part of my body I nicknamed <laughs> Kinky Bottle. Oh my god. I'm gonna read it. I don't know what that means. <gasps> starts now. <laughs> Thank you, Sid. Um, You're welcome. So, uh, we're on our way northish, you know, on the trail towards the labyrinth. Uh, As you guys just sort of head along the path, um, you do know that you should be coming across the the Shifter tribe soon. You know that they are going to be in this region. You're not sure exactly where they made up camp. They are sort of a nomadic group, um, but you feel kind of sh- kind of shifty. Kind of shifty. Head. They tend to shift. What's that? Um, uh, <laughs> that low hanging fruit is just so sweet <laughs> to me and me only. <laughs> um, and we all make a perception checks. Ooh. Um, 18. Um, the stat is... Perception. Wisdom. Okay. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. it should be it should be the number that's written by your by your wisdom stat, by your perception stat, right? <clears throat> right? Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I put my sub skills beneath my skills... And I just have to look through those that big cluster, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a natural nineteen, and I have a plus zero. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna do this to you right now. But do you have proficiency in perception? It doesn't matter. But do you? I just, do. Just making sure you keep track of that. No, I don't. Okay, I wasn't sure if you do because. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were, like whether I thought the situation was gonna come down to that. No, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. But I was just like, some elf types have proficiency in perception. I'm not that type. So, you spot some spot some some rustling some rustling in the woods, um, and then you also spot, uh, you know, like a spear tip pointed at your at your head. Um, before a man rises out of a bush 
And he goes, Soot! And this man is uh, your Uncle Possum. <gasps> Uncle ah! Possum! He's about 6'4", built like a linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, wielding a spear that looks a lot like yours. Mm. Um, but he uh, he's pretty pale, has bags under his eyes. Um, he's got kind of kind of messy teeth. Question, does he have fingerless gloves? He does. Um, he's got... He's like, well, how's it going? I'm just about to see you in these parts. Oh, Uncle Badger. Sorry, Uncle Possum. I've been <laughs> drinking. It's been such a long and arduous day, and I'm so glad to see you. It's good to see you, too. And you are, sir? I'm Ridley Parrish. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... Carter took a took a t- take to take a look at his line before reading his uh, his name. Um, <laughs> I know my name. Um, well, here, c- come on back. Well, we're uh, I was just doing some hunting for dinner, but uh, oh good, we'll I'm completely out of po- uh, out of pudding skins. So I was hoping you had some. Oh, I think they're making up a fresh batch this morning. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I took when we were discussing how to set up the shifters for this campaign because we wanted to do shifter but also for some reason grave cleric and uh-huh. so we came up with technically scavengers would fit into the archetype of the wild hunters sure <laughs> sure and so that's where we get raccoon um, but and also possum and likely, uh, you know, you'll you'll find hyena running around. Um, I don't think I can add. I don't want to add birds to it because I was gonna have like vulture and stuff. But I'm not really sure where else to go. Mm-hmm. Otters are technically wild hunt mm-hmm. creatures, you know. But uh, witchers. We, we, we are um, <laughs> witchers. We are we are among soot's people here. <laughs> yeah. Question: Are there at least a dozen toppled over trash cans? No, sorry, okay. no trash cans. We're, we're a little far removed from civilization here. Um, but you do sense that some tents seem to be vaguely shaped like dumpsters. Um, God. Just so like, why would you need to climb in and close the flap down on top? Seems like a questionable design choice. But whatever. Reminds me of home. <laughs> Reminds me of home. Uh. Is that Spongebob? I don't know. It was the plaid pretty patty. Yes. And the Scottish ah, yes. fish. It reminds me of home. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Carter. What a reference. Mm. And then we spelled it out and ruined it. I that made it better, I think. Because I didn't know. I wouldn't have remembered that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, where does where does Uncle Possum take us? Uh, to the center of camp, everyone's hanging out. There's food cooking. You can smell it. Um, surprisingly, to Ridley's, to Ridley, smell good. It smells good. Okay, good. You know, Thank they you. found like some wild boar and stuff. Like they're like they actually hunted stuff. And they've also got laundry day soup, right? <laughs> I'm so fucking mad at you. In your... Hey, Kayla, I'm so fucking mad at you in real life. I'm angry. I'm real life angry. I'm a down the last of this. <laughs> I'm gonna go kill myself because of you. And it's your fault. No! Is this my tape? Uh, but yes. <laughs> yes! It's my favorite! So it, so it runs over 
over to the laundry day, uh, or the laundry day cauldron, takes a big old mug, takes a sock that was hanging out the side of it, puts a little bit of scotch in it, and just... Where's my d20? Where's my fucking d20? Hunter, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. That's what I'm... Yeah, thank you, Sid. That's what I'm trying to do. I can't find my d20. Where'd it go? Kayla's got, like, three. Kayla, give me some... Isn't covering your sin. You throw up in your mouth a little bit. I throw up in my mouth a lot of it. <laughs> here, I got some. This is that. This is abysmal in here. Give this me is the equivalent of the. Of course he does. You fucking asshole. <laughs> Roll. <laughs> um. God damn it! Because I, I know, like, I shouldn't say no to anything that she's coming up with. Because it's like this is this is the domain she basically made up. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once you're here, I didn't actually plan anything for this area. Like, what do you want to do here? Oh, I want to. I want a family reunion, and I want to catch up with all my relatives. You don't know who you're directly related to, though. Anyway. That doesn't matter. I'm related to all of them. All of them. Mainly because of how gross I am. You're related to all shifters. These um, these are all terrible bastard people. Yep. <laughs> um. These these dumpster people. <laughs> and really, what are you doing? <laughs> um, I'm about fade to black on her situation. What are you doing? I'm sitting in a tent, <laughs> away from all of these disgusting, horrible, undisciplined people. <laughs> I bring you a I bring you a boar leg on a plate with a napkin. I graciously accept and eat it, I guess. And then on the side of the plate, there's also a little pudding skin. Just, you know. That li- that remains untouched. <laughs> remains Unsurprisingly. Untouched. The boar the leg is delicious. It was hunted gamey, if you if you have a taste for boar, you know. Um, it was very good. Very filling. Okay. <laughs> I'm unhappy here around all these undisciplined people. Undisciplined people? Yes. I mean, likely the best hunters and trackers in all of LD. <laughs> right, but Waste these are one these night. are like these are like the technically incredible hunter Bayou folk. I was thinking I was getting strong, like Southern Water Tribe. Everything vibes. tastes like pop, yeah. pop, Everything tastes like possum chicken. Yeah, you're you're in that you're in that ve- that vein. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I can recognize the skill here, but I also recognize uh, everything else, and I hate it. <laughs> Um, and it doesn't matter to me, the other good parts. <laughs> so, I sit down with um, Uncle Possum, and I ask him about my dreams. And uh, see if he knows These dreams I want to know about. Every moment of the night. I live another life. Okay, these dreams. No, he's actually speaking for Uncle Possum. And oh. he is, uh, <laughs> Uncle Possum is actually like... Lightly playing a banjo to the tune of that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, uh, sorry, uh, anyway. Uh, 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 <laughs> um, oh no. How many 80s songs can I reference tonight? <laughs> You're at too many already. <laughs> um, no such thing. Well, well, that all sounds kind of weird. Um, um, don't know much about none of that. Uh, never really gone on many spiritual journeys myself. That surprises me. 
I know, right? <laughs> you know, when you think of spirituality, you think Uncle Possum. Exactly. But, but not really. I, I... <laughs> what a good sentence you just said, Sam. <laughs> Well, is there, um, is there a, a, I know that, you know, you are a very high figure in, um, in your tribe, but is there, sure a, I am. <laughs> is there, is there a, a, a tribal elder I might be able to talk to about this? You want to talk to Madam Noel? Thanks. I give him a big hug. The vol? No. Come on. No. <laughs> Not here. Not now. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, Madam Noel. Alright, I knock on the uh, tent flap. <laughs> knock on the tent. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, how many 1985 songs can I reference? <laughs> Specifically 1985? Both. Um, uh, so, you you enter the tent. It's a it's a big round, like, yurt. Um, you know, she's tent is... Uh, Madame Noel, who uh, looks, uh, is sort of like in tribal shaman style. Um, mm-hmm. Don't get too much into detail because that is not my realm of expertise of knowledge. Um, I have no business speaking on that matter. Um, but she is, uh, she is the one yeah, of the. Yeah, you heads don't need to get head over heels over it. What? It was another eighties song. Just oh. keep going. <laughs> yeah, ignore me. Um, <laughs> I'll probably be going on for this for one more night. <laughs> uh, but she is um, the head of. She's one of the heads of the Wild Hunter tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, she's probably the spiritual leader of this group. She is uh, sort of. Her outfits are adorned in like um, animal bone, mm-hmm. but not sort of like not carved in the way that like um, orcs do it. Yeah, orcs or like Gregory would set it up into like yeah. carved. It's still full bone shape and everything like mm-hmm. that. Um, and specifically a hyena skull that she wears sort of like as a, uh, over her head as like a crown. Mm-hmm. It's like, hello, dear. Madam Vol, how are you doing to... You, you messed her up. Yes! Madam Noel. Madam Noel. As in the hyena you? people. Right. Oh. Uh... Yes. Sorry, Noel. I didn't mean to shout. Oh my god. I'm going to throw this glass as soon as I finish drinking this right here. <laughs> um, so, Madam Noel, what... How are, you, how are you doing today? Are you doing good? I'm good. That's, that's good. I've been... I'm fine, too. <laughs> I've been having weird dreams lately. Mm-hmm. And I explained to her my dreams. And just let her know, like, sometimes I can sleep on the ground and spirits will come to me. And it's kind of tripping me out because I thought it was Balinor and now I don't think it's Balinor anymore. And there was a fae king, or yeah, a fae prince, and I, I don't know what's what anymore. I mean, I'm just so confused. Yeah, so that's kind of weird. Yeah, that sounds kind of weird. Um, sounds like things can only get better. I'm gonna punch you. You get reverse inspiration. Your next one has disadvantage. <laughs> I deserve it. Your next one has disadvantage. You've actually been cursed. I'll um, never surrender. 
Like Corey Hart. You auto-fail your next roll. <laughs> uh, make sure it's not important. Um, so, she sort of like... She sort of explains to you how other, peop- other people who have encountered like tribal spirits meet them, and it doesn't sound like what you encounter at all. They're sort of, they sort of, like, encounter them in sort of, I've said sort of so many times in that sentence, um, in, like, almost a tribal setting, and they appear to them as totems in a way. Um, but this, this black void is not something that anyone else has encountered. Um, your speaking with Balinor seems genuine, um, but not necessarily how any others relate to him, mm-hmm. but as far as she knows from, like, the symbolism of like Balinor mm-hmm. um, because most shifters here would follow him as well mm-hmm. um, that makes sense that that contact with him is how um, most would do it mm-hmm. she is curious as to these sounds that you hear all these animal sounds specifically birds specifically bird there aren't any bird shifters shifters are typically only mammal. So that does a platypus count? <laughs> no. Okay, I just wanted to double check. Not a mammal lays, lays eggs. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. No platypus is a mammal that lays eggs, right? Yeah. I thought it. But was... it still is a platypus. I thought it... it. I thought it had its own classification. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. We're gonna worry about that later. Um... No, there's not a platypus shifter. How about that? There's just no. <laughs> okay. No, you don't. You don't have a, a cousin platypus. Just... Man, okay. <laughs> fucking know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. Okay, so birds aren't shifters, right? So whatever it is that's talking to me is not a spiritual journey. Probably not. And what should I do next time I have this dream? I have find out more information, I guess. Just go where the road takes me? Yeah, I'm not sure. Because, of course, there are many things that could bring you dreams like that, but <laughs> we, I'm not certain what that could be. Mm. Okay. Um. But all the symbols of Balinor seem to check out. Mm-hmm. And that dream was much more vivid. That was mm-hmm. more of a vision than yeah. like, normal dreaming. So, what do I do whenever I feel like Balinor isn't, like, my connection with Balinor isn't as strong as I was hoping it would be? Hmm. Well, Balinor is first and foremost the god of the hunt. Mm Mm-hmm. So, life, death, grave, all those are secondary to his his domain. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you feel that you are using your skills in a way that Balinor would find admirable, you will be closest to him. Oh. I know I know the sovereign host has probably taught you the rights and the dedications to him and things like that. Mm-hmm. But that is a little more let's say civilized for Balinor. That's 
So I need to go on a hunting trip for a like a day. Maybe um, to hunt something, um, but also you're on a journey now. Are you? Are you not? Yeah, I. If you. Uh, Dad's missing, and we don't know where he is, and we're trying to go to the gatekeepers right now. The druid, the druid Elias is missing. Yeah. I see. Um, I I will alert some of the other tribes, and we will, we will do what we can. This um. This is a, a danger to the balance of our region. He was. Mm-hmm. An incredibly powerful magician. Yeah. Um. Okay. I do believe using your talents of the wild hunters would do you well here. Okay. I think as long as you are using your skills in the way that Balinor has blessed you, um, he will honor you in that way. Not necessarily just your divine magic, but Mm -hmm. in your natural skills as one of us shifters. Okay. That makes sense. Um, if you do wish to leave, you can reach the labyrinth probably by nightfall. Um, but uh, if you want to make sure that you are still out in full daylight, you are more than welcome to stay here overnight. Um... I appreciate that, Madame Noll, and I will let my traveling companion know. Uh-huh. Thank you, and we'll be with you shortly in a little bit. And yeah. I go and talk to Ridley and see if he wants to stay. She the does. Night. She does let you know right quick that um, they are going to be they are going to be changing camps soon. Mm-hmm. Um, probably in about two days' time, they will mm-hmm. be um, moving their camp to the next location. Which is a little closer to Solanacea, but also further from the path. Mm-hmm. So it is... It's going to be... They're moving along the northern parts. Mm-hmm. Um, right now. Just that's the season. Okay. So... I personally would like to spend the rest of the day hunting and... going on a little bit of a a moment for Balinor to get better grounded with him because I feel like talking with the Fae really got me really all confused. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's okay with you, um, we can stay here for tonight and I know that they make really, really good um, uh, owlbear omelets in the morning. Well, canon now, owlbears lay eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess I don't see any any problem with us staying one more night by Phil Collins. You better hope this next roll you got to make some points. <laughs> like You're wearing one. a hey hey everyone. Sid's wearing a wham shirt. I'm just saying. I'm not the only one. Um. Um. Are you talking about like last Christmas and shit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, can I? Uh, I mean that sounds like a good idea. I think, I think we were all kind of shaken up by that um, bastard, bastard elf prince man, <laughs> bastard man. 
Um, can I can I come and hunt with you? Yeah. Let's go on a hunting trip, dude. I don't know if I gave you guys a good description of the of the Prince of Wine and Madness. Um, but he looks. He was dressed in this crazy, like, teal and gold outfit. Mm. Um, with. Oh, he had red eyes and, like, sharp fangs for te- on his. Uh, for teeth. And then his hair was, uh, like, a magenta color, like red wine. Oh, yeet. So you mean devilishly handsome is what you were saying? Mm mm. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. Um, I'll be real with you guys. All of my fate princes are based on danger princes from uh, Elder Scrolls games. Yep. Good. Good. Y'all met Shia Gorath. <laughs> um, Loving every minute of it. Oh my god. So yeah, let's just yeah, we'll go we'll go on a small hunting trip real fast. What do you think? Let's go hunting. That sounds good to me. Okay. So I guess we're we're out to go gather. Owlbear eggs, I guess, if you want. I don't know. Yeah, just... Uh, I'm joking. Roll, y'all just roll me some survival checks. Okay. <laughs> just because you said that. I'm sorry. No, okay. it's like I... I didn't plan an event. What? I didn't think y'all would have an encounter today. Oh, mine is a, mine is a two. Oh, mine is a three. <laughs> uh, survival, you said? Y'all are... Y'all... Oh, two plus five, seven. It was a seven. Okay. <laughs> Not as bad. But, um... Out of practice, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You guys, uh, yeah, you start out, and you don't you don't have much luck finding much of anything. Um, uh, another hunting party comes out to join you, and uh, Possum, as well as um, a couple of the uh, younger hunters, come out as well. Mm. Um, he uh, he asks how long you guys have been searching. It's probably been about an hour and a half. And you haven't found much of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, uh, he leads you on to a, a little bit of a better spot. They've been, they've been in this area for about a, a couple weeks now. They've found, they've started following the trails and know about where to, where to hunt something. Mm-hmm. Um, so make another survival check. Hopefully it doesn't take y'all too long to find nothing. Hey, that's a 15. That was a... Find fifteen eggs. Eight thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Y'all do a bit better, y'all. Um, y'all do come across an owl bear nest. <laughs> Snag yourself a couple of eggs. Um, mm-hmm. you do also um encounter some wild fowl like fantasy turkeys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are their wings? Are they are they broken wings? No. <laughs> Wings no. 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 Okay. <laughs> um. So y'all, y'all, uh, take a couple of tries, but you manage to, um, both catch a, uh, not catch, spear a turkey. Cool. Um. Cool. Do you, you carry a bow, right? Do you use a bow, or do you take up one of their hunting spears? Um. They're half elf, so maybe you don't. I don't know. I mean, I I got that fighter class, so I could I could use anything that they had laying around. Okay, so they probably gave you a hunting spear. Okay, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's the it's the Balinor way. Sure. Mm-hmm. So is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. 
Well, I've made it at least that way. But no, he is, is a hunting, so I picture mm-hmm. I picture mostly spears and javelins as mm-hmm. the weapon of choice of hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all, y'all both manage. Um, you guys spend basically probably like two and a half hours out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's starting to get to dusk. Y'all have a successful trip. Um, a couple of the other young hunters managed to find uh, another boar out there and able to track it down and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I do the things and perform burial rites and stuff like that over each animal that is killed. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncle Possum brings back an owlbear. Um, uh, you realize earlier that he wasn't carrying a, a weapon when you saw him before when he went off by himself. Um, but here he is with an owlbear um, that he's carrying over his back and lays it down in camp. Oh, Jesus. Uncle Possum. Killing things with your bare hands. <laughs> your yeah. owlbear hands. Possum hands. <laughs> Possum hands. <laughs> Remember that one time... He has some doing... scratches and stuff on him, but he's like super proud and happy that he just, just brought me out this is bear. Remember that one time whenever you almost caught that wild octopus that was up here? <laughs> I don't know where that thing came from. You wrangled it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no. <laughs> you know, he, he went he went catfishing for it. Isn't that what it's called? I don't know. Whatever you just stick your hand in the water and just Noodling. <laughs> Noodling. He noodled an octopus. Use again, using his bare hands, he just swiped <laughs> through the water and caught something. <laughs> I hope that um, my knowledge of his local lingo improves his take on me. That was, that was such a reach. Even Henry started throwing up and gagging. Just like, man, that was the end of Space Jam right there. That's all that reach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess y'all go to bed. <laughs> no more chances? No. No. Um, t- do y'all want to keep hunting? Do you want to? No, I think I'm good. No, I think that's good. All right. Um, so y'all, y'all call it a night. Um, wake up the next morning. There are some. It's a lonely old night. There are some uh, owlbear eggs cooking over a over a skillet. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. See, Madame Knowles hanging out, um, sitting near the the fire in the morning, having some having uh, some some turkey, some fantasy turkey leg. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's actually like a, emu. It's like a regular. It's like a regular turkey, but it has teeth. <laughs> whatever that means to you I'm not going to explain the teeth whatever it means to no, you because now I'm thinking of like a turkey with human teeth I'm imagining a turkey with a human jaw <laughs> it's got a cleft chin it's full just beard it's exactly it's horrible we have owl bears and turkey with teeth Good. Albears that lay eggs. Jaw turkey. <laughs> Hashtag jerkies. <laughs> and then you see like these small children like fighting over the jaw of the turkey, like it's a wishbone. Biggest half gets the wish. <laughs> these hardcore hunter children are like breaking a jawbone to make a wish. Oh. <laughs> this is not have a 
Does it just not have a beak? It's just like a regular turkey up above the head, and the head just has like a chiseled human jaw with no beak. <laughs> gobble, 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 gobble. Oh, it's horrible. This is real good. I love this. Okay. Imagine one of those while it's up and alive and kicking. Yeah. By simple minds. Yeah. No, that's exactly why you stabbed it, though. <laughs> you. It wasn't your hunter's instinct. It was more you were filled with exactly enough power to kill that turkey <laughs> upon seeing that turkey. <laughs> and if you know anything about wild turkeys, them things are sons of bitches. Like it's just like you weren't certain you could kill it before, but as it got close, you were like, "I know exactly <laughs> how to kill it. I know that I can kill it because I must." <laughs> turkeys are actually knife foot dumbasses, and they're horrible. Yes, no, they're horrible creatures. Like, now I can only see it as like a handsome squidward of turkeys. <laughs> gobble gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> it's like thin, skinny ass neck, and then it's like human head, handsome gobble. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, what were you Wish saying? Wish we had enough people who would make fan art of our stuff so that we could get dog turkeys. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what's going on in the morning. What are you, what are you guys doing? Um, finishing up, uh, washing my clothes in, you know, the cauldron like you do and uh you're actually washing your clothes okay well yeah it's got salt and pepper in it so (laughs) (laughs) they've got the pot going might as well I don't want to waste anything they're laundry crock pots yeah (laughs) (laughs) A boil's a boil, huh? <laughs> yeah. You're despicable. <laughs> um, Ridley is filled with rage. I, uh, he is. He suddenly becomes a barbarian just because of how angry you he is. You take one level of barbarian. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I finished up laundry. Um, I'll walk around and see if they have any more of the... Any extra snacks or anything like that. Um, so we can take on the road. Wild uh, war bologna. Ooh, that's always so good. I also have no idea how bologna is made, so. <laughs> no, it's Wild just like bologna. the, so bologna is made out of the same thing hot dogs are made out of, so if that makes any help. Yeah, bologna is just like hot dog cold cuts. Okay. okay. Yeah, basically. So, you know, it's just bologna, but out of a wild boar. So these tribesmen have some... Have some piece of sausage making technology. Oh no, that's just Uncle Possum. He just rips it apart with his hands and then pushes it back together. There's there's a whole area of mushing meat together. That's just <laughs> these big flat rocks that they mush <laughs> meat down. There's a whole lot to unpack there, and I'd rather just throw out and the we whole don't have, suitcase. We don't have time to unpack all that. Um, so but yeah, get some of that, get some pudding skins, bag it up. You guys have a millstone you use just for meat, just for fun. And I <laughs> for hate For no that. reason. <laughs> for no reason. There's no reason. There's no reason. You guys know how to cure meat, no, no, so no, you no, have no. salt. No, we you have, have barrels. We have you just do it because you want to. We have a reason. It's for bologna. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
Ridley is crying. <laughs> you do need to shift the name Baloney, and Baloney is his first name. No, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> no, stay, Henry. I need you for moral support. Um, but yeah, um, we get ready to leave and head towards the labyrinth, I guess. Okay. There's nothing else to do. I'm tired of these reindeer games. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Let's not go to the Shifter Village. Tis a silly place. <laughs> but that's where my family is. I literally only planned two NPCs there. I'm yep. sorry. No, okay. you're good. It was great. We had a great time. I'm extremely thankful to Possum for his hospitality, and I let him know this through gritted teeth. <laughs> and, his, and his muscular, muscular arms. Yes. Also, is it... Could, could Uncle Possum just rip Ridley in half? I mean, he took down an owlbear with his An owlbear is a higher CR than Ridley is. Currently. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. An owlbear is currently a higher challenge rating. Why okay. do you need to know that? I just wanted to be, just to be sure. <laughs> what was I going to do to him? What was he going to do to you for disrespecting him? If, like if there's like a character in a video game that has the class Brute, that's what Possum is. Good. And I love that. He's just ripped. He's Uncle Possum's my favorite. Okay. Let's call him a monk. Let's say he's a monk. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you reach the edge of the uh, of the woods, and I've come to sort of a, uh, a mountain face. And you look on the map to find that um, there should be a path continuing here. Uh, but you don't really see one. I would like to cast Detect Magic. All right. Um, hmm. Ritual or spellcast? Uh, I will ritual it. Okay. Um, While you're doing it, someone attacks you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then a bear. Um, oh no, it's just on a possum. So you get no your uncle bear from the, oh, yeah. from south of the woods. Oh yeah. Uh, I think personal peak of comedy that I've written for this. Oh yeah, campaign. it was so good. The, yeah. Probably the best joke I've made. Yeah, uncle um, bear and uncle otter. Um, so. You see, you get the sense of some illusion magic. Mm-hmm. Some, some pretty strong illusion magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't really get a sense of where it is, because um, your vision's a little hazy while it's active. My vision is hazy? Your vision is hazy while... Her vision while, is while hazy. While the spell's active. Oh, okay. okay. Is okay. my vision hazy? Have you activated it? I have not activated no. any spell yet. Okay. Your vision wasn't hazy before you activated it. Okay. Weird. How is about the spell see invisibility? It's a second level divination. Uh, for in, for the duration, you see invisible creatures and objects as if they were visible, and you can see into the ethereal plane. Ethereal creatures and objects appear ghostly and translucent. Do you have that spell? Yes. Oh. Second level divination, and I have it. And I picked it, and I have it, and it's mine. <laughs> what? How do you have that spell? You're a level two sorcerer, right? Yeah. Is that one of your is that one of your race spells? It's gotta be. 
Yeah, because I because I also have true seeing right, which a I remember you did that sorcerer spell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's you have. Yeah, you have those two spells you got from your advanced dragon. <clears throat> yes. Cool. So you activated that with a ritual. Um, yes. There. I don't know the mechanic of the ethereal plane. Um, uh, you don't. There's nothing invisible necessarily. Um, but when you look into the ethereal plane, uh-huh. the lay of the land doesn't seem to match up. Does the lay of the land in the ethereal plane match up with our map? Um, you don't really get a sense of trails in the ethereal plane, uh, but the, t- the topography seems to match up a bit better. Okay. Hmm. It's not like a sheer cliff face, but it's a very steep area that's in front of you now. Oh. Um, hmm. Can I touch the mountainside? Yes. Um, but when you do it, there's almost like some give. Sort of like maybe it's like sand almost, like packed sand, instead of rock like it appears. It's plaster of Paris. <coughs> someone faked a mountain. Someone, someone faked a whole mountain. Um, can I, can I stick my arm into it? Uh, trying to think of the right role for this. Let's just call it athletics. Okay. Let's say it's sort of like you're digging. Uh, that was a nine. However, you say digging. Kind of, yeah. What do you got? Never mind. I thought that there was a thing for that because I am... Because of your shifter? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Never Uh mind. Go ahead. (sighs) So, you take some swipes at it? Um, and it feels like you get a hold of some 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 stuff as you pull down, um, but your fingers seem to go into the wall when you get a hold of it, but nothing comes out when you drag down. It's a magic wall. You done found a magic wall. Can we just pass through it, or... Because we can't climb over it, necessarily, I don't, I don't think... Is it one of those non-Newtonian things? Can we just, like, slowly walk through? But if we try to walk through it really quick, it'll just slap us. Do you want to make a roll for it? I want to make a cornstarch roll. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, so explain explain to me exactly what you're trying to do. Um, I am trying to slow... I'm trying to slowly move my hand into this. That's trying to mush your way through. Yes. Uh-huh. What happens if I try that? Let's call it constitution. Oh. Mm, I don't know. There's not a good role for that. 
is there is there a role necessary for that? A little bit. Um, okay. Yes. Roll. Go ahead and roll that Constitution check. <laughs> Are you comfortable, Henry? <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, 11. 11? Yeah. So you start to... It does start to work. Um, you get probably your hand in and a little ways up your forearm, and it starts to sort of push back on you. You can't really get a whole lot more. Um, as you dig your feet in, you, you realize it does go a bit further, but also bounces back. Hmm. How fun would this be to just run full force and then just get thrown back? That, That'd be so much fun. It's not how non-Newtonian fluids work. Yeah, you would be running it's a, straight into it's a the brick wall. wall. Yeah, it's a brick wall if you hit fast. Yep. Never mind. Um. Is there something? Can I just like look at it and see if we're just missing something? And just like look for like. Some type of like thing that's not lining up on the ground, or I mean, you're you're free to just like try whatever you want to do to figure out the nature of this thing. Okay. Yeah, I want to make an investigation check. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come on, y'all. Where, where's where's the where's the y'all who figured out how the portals work and call Cthulhu? <laughs> I want to. I want to write this paper. I want to throw uh, it through there and see what happens. I want to write this paper down and drop it on the ground and see what happens. I'm too tired. Uh, that was a sixteen. Sixteen? Yeah. Um, and I intuition. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So you get the sense that there's sort of just an illusionary face over this wall. You can't mm-hmm. tell what the wall is, but there's an illusion over it to make it look like just a mountainside. Mm-hmm. Um. What you're noticing is as you mess with the wall a little bit, um, sort of the more mass you try and put through, um, the further it will get. We should get a boulder and try and roll it through there and stay behind it. You want to draft off of a rolling boulder? Yes. I would like to watch Soot cry <laughs> and draft off of a rolling boulder. I will help Soot find the boulder, <laughs> and I will watch Soot try. Are you trying this? Are you trying a, a, a boulder? <laughs> You're going to go Naruto running behind a giant boulder, trying to stay well, inside of its slipstream. Well, wait, how fast do you think you can push this boulder through flat ground? Hang on. A boulder roughly your size? Slightly smaller. I'll hunch down. What's it's your gonna, strength score? <laughs> it's going to hit the wall, and then you're going to hit the boulder, dude. What is your strength score? No, I'm sorry. Try it. No, it's, it's, it's fine. It was a dumb idea. No, it wasn't. It's a great idea. You should try it. <laughs> do, y'all, do y'all have anything else you want to try? Um, With the knowledge that the more mass at, at once... Oh, you're saying the so the bigger the mass, the further it can go. Yes, that's why my, I wanted a boulder. I put my wiener in; it goes all the way through. <laughs> Gross. Ah. Um, 
We could just go at it at the same time really, really slowly. Let's... Or we can get a boulder and roll it slowly through there. Let's kind of... Let's kind of... It's got to have enough mass. Let's kind of lean into it, shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's try that. Yeah. It'll either push us back or we'll get all the way through, right? We probably won't get stuck in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Can I... All right. Both of y'all think, make a constitution save. Can it get cut, though? Like, is there a... Can you slice it? We'll find that out afterwards. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's the next roll, if y'all want to try. Uh, 11 plus... Oh, shit. Uh, was a 6. Oh, I got a 14. 14? Okay. Okay, so... So you start going through, you start going in, but then you panic and you fall back out. Um... Because you you didn't take like a good enough breath before it started, mm-hmm. um, but you notice that Ridley has started to go through, and then he just disappears. Okay. Ridley, what you see is you fall on your face uh-huh. on presumably the other side of the wall. <laughs> the trail continues on from where you're looking, um, goes up through, but you also realize that you are being flanked by two torches uh, to your left and right. Wait, right. they're like on a wall or like they're just I... like just standing torches. Okay, okay. All right, so I'm gonna go find a boulder, and then I'm gonna push myself through slowly that way. Just wanna, don't you know how it works? Don't just wanna try and take take like a deeper breath. You don't just wanna. <laughs> you don't just wanna. It's fine. Um, I'll do it the easy way. You guys well, no, fun. that's a little. I'm. I must say that is a little medicine. If this is what Soot would do, then Soot would do it. Well, only because it needs more mass, and I am not a very massive person. <laughs> no, it's just that you panicked. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> then yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a constitution fail, not a not a mass fail. Okay, so yeah, it was. Uh, that's an eleven. Okay, you do make it through this time. Okay, but also like Ridley, you fall on your face. Okay. <laughs> Man, that's so much easier than getting a boulder. Okay. I still think you should have tried it. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. Weren't we all? Um, so, yeah, we follow the, follow the trail? Continue to follow the trail. On the trail we blaze. All right, so um, you I'm start sorry, to realize... Man. Do I? Nothing. <laughs> you start to realize that there's, uh, there's some torches marking your path as you go on through. Oh, how convenient. Um, until you come across uh, um, someone in super heavy armor waiting with a, a pretty huge claymore uh, in front of you on the path. None shall mm. pass. A little bit, a little bit. One of us lies and one of us tells the truth. <laughs> no. um. Yeah, he's just... It's the Black Knight. Pretty, pretty close. It's kind, of, it's kind of the image you're getting... Um, he's a pretty huge dude. Um, uh huh. And this claymore is—I don't know—it's probably as wide as like a tennis racket. Fuck. Uh, so I keep away from him, but I say, "Hey, I bet you made it through that wall real easily, huh?" You don't hear a response. Okay. Called me fat. No, he's just really strong. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, 
I approach him slowly and cautiously. <laughs> I'm about to step behind Sid, I guess. He he looks you up, up and down. He says, "What's your business?" Well, we're just following the path, but do you want some wild boar baloney? No. (laughs) (laughs) Can you leave? I mean, we we can, but we, uh... We're supposed to be following this path. We have to get to the gatekeepers. We must go through. What business do you have with the gatekeepers? Well... Dad was a gatekeeper, and he's missing, and so we're trying to find him. It's a whole thing. Who, who was your dad? Oh, it's, uh... Elios. Yeah. You know your dad! <laughs> you called him dad so many times, you just lost his name completely. Yeah. I don't know what my dad's name is. Dad's name You know is dad. dad! You know dad! <laughs> Are you... Who's my dad? Yeah. Who's my dad? We yeah. lived at his house. That kind of, set, like, takes him off guard from it. I'm... The... The Druid Master Elios. Yes. Yeah, my dad. Um, uh, yes, please, you, you may pass. He was such want... a good druid, he taught me how to be a sorcerer. <laughs> do, do you still, you don't want baloney? No? Oh, no, okay. no. Okay, okay. Have, have a good day. <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering about all the things that we might have learned from this person, but he's just like, oh yeah, Elios, go on. <laughs> Not really. He's just, okay. He's, he's just the sort of the gatekeeper of the gatekeepers. Oh, hey. Just, <laughs> you, you've made it to the labyrinth at this point. He's just kind of like the guy who watches the path. He's like, just got it. That Claymore is actually just a big old uh, cattle counter. Well, I mean, like for, from this point of view, it's just like, I mean... Generally, they're they're guarding from things on the other side of the labyrinth. So they just put the one dude down here, like, just in case. He's like, I don't know, I, I just kind of stand watch. I just work here. Yeah. We're all trained to use these. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we... Yeah. Uh... It's my piece, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, but y'all head on um, up, and you see um, a, an encampment. Mm-hmm. Um it looks almost as if the the mountain was carved out in a way to um, shelter these people, and most of them look to be orc and half orc people. Um, many of them dressed in heavy armor. Um, a few look to be in sort of a uh, the druid style armor, but much more like Elio's, made from like hide and mm. leather. Okay. Uh. I go to the nearest person I can find and say, "Help! I need find. I need help finding my dad." Help! I need find my dad. <laughs> are you my dad? <laughs> you just walk up. Are you my dad? He he looks at you for a minute and he's like, um, <laughs> acknowledging you are definitely not an orc. No. Um. Um. Or or a small child. <laughs> yeah. It's like um. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I need I need to find Elios. Also, do you want baloney? Um. Oh. Uh, here, please follow me. Also now. 
Um. <laughs> he leads you um, towards like the the um, like a wall of the mountain that has a like an entrance carved out, mm-hmm. um, and inside is uh, some a torchlit hall um, where there is a few um, orcish men sitting around a uh, it looks to be a purple flame. Um, Must be really, really hot. But you also see symbols all over the wall that look a little familiar to you. Hmm. Um, But you can't quite put your finger on it. Um, Hmm. Like, from where you're at. Um, But as you approach, the the orc gentleman you talked to outside says, "Um, uh, Elders, these two are looking for Master Elios. Um, and one of the, uh, elders rises, um, dressed in, um, druid attire, much like Elios wears, mm-hmm. um, and comes over to you too, and he has a staff that's also very similar to the one that you're carrying right now. Mm-hmm. Um, looks to you over, um, notices the staff that you're carrying, and says, uh, hello, has something happened? Yes. Uh, there was, uh explosion at this tower and Elios pushed us up through the ground and left us his staff and I and we don't know where he is anymore. And we need um, to find him. Oh. Uh, uh, please, um uh, tell me more. Is this, is this what what do you mean this this tower? What tower? There's a tower or a bunch of towers and Ridley can talk through them, and yeah, Ridley would probably be able to explain it better. Yeah, a whole bunch of towers popped up out of the ground lately. Have you you seen any? Pop- towers popped out of the ground? No, I no. have not. Okay, you've probably just been out here in the woods. That's fine. That's good and cool. Um, <laughs> well, they have. Um... And apparently I can talk to other half-elves through them, or something like that. Uh, I see. And Elios was with you to examine these towers? Yes, there were a couple of Githyaki who were trying to figure out where their drill was. It was there, it exploded, and they were super mad about it. I was able to make the drill thing turn on, um, which I still don't understand how, but that's not important. What is important is the fact that Ilios was down there, he pushed us up through the ground with his staff, and now he's gone. And I tried to dig and look for him, but I couldn't find him. Okay, I see. Um, uh, please, please, would you, would you mind following me? Mm-hmm. We follow. Um, he leads you guys through a, a path, um, towards the back of the village that leads up through some mountains. Um, and it's also very much carved out of the mountain. These, um, these people have built the mountain to suit their needs at this point. Um, and you turn a corner... And 
there's what looks to be some sort of altar area, and one of the monoliths, the towers that you saw um, at Salonisea, is there. I'm sorry, but was it something like this? Yes. Yes, 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 it's exactly like this. And you could use it. Yes. Um, if you don't mind me asking, has Elios taught you anything about, about our rites, our rituals? No. Absolutely nothing. I, I helped him around town. Um, he, 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 taught, he taught me magic in his spare time. He taught me a little bit a long time ago, but I became a cleric, and he stopped teaching me druidic ways. Um, uh, can, can you show me? Can you show me what, what you did? Sure. Um, I just touched it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just walk up and, and place my hand on it. Um, nothing really happens. Thulnir doesn't appear, and you don't get the sense that anything is happening when you touch it. Mm. What about your your tattoo thing, your tramp stamp on your belly button? It's not a tramp stamp at that point. Anything is a tramp stamp if you're trampy enough, and it's stamped on your body. Okay. <laughs> words, to, words to live by. Um. Um. He says, uh, "This." We use this tower uh, to communicate with others in and on the other side of the labyrinth. Do you, you say you can use it as well? Mm-hmm. Um, usually, with the other ones I've found, I could. Hmm. I've used two different towers now, right? Just one. Yeah. Oh, but okay, so um, Rebecca used has used one to speak to you. Yes. Um, uh, well, if you will allow me for a moment. Um, he takes out his staff, um, and the staff has sort of like a point on on the end, and he draws a circle um, on the side of it, and it leaves this green imprint, and he taps the center of it. Um, you hear him mutter some uh, phrases, and... Um, the tower lights up for a moment. Um, and now you can see from the outside what someone else doing doing. <coughs> is, is, um, for a moment, um, it's as if he's frozen in time. Um, and, uh, but he starts to speak to you, and he says, I wasn't aware Elios was missing. This is the first news we've heard. Um... And you see him still maintaining contact with this, with the tower, um, but his eyes are closed and he's speaking to you. Um, I'm trying to find him. He's... Hmm. I don't recognize this place. Balinor said he was still alive. I see. I believe so as well, but perhaps not with us. Is he in a different plane? Perhaps. He has done dope planar travel before. 
I'm able to see through his eyes, but I'm not sure if he knows I'm contacting him. I can hear nothing. But looking around, he's... He's surrounded by people who seem frozen in time. Uh, looks like elf, elf men and women. Um, all around him, he's he's going through and examining each one. I'm not sure. They look alive, just frozen in time. Uh, there's some. I'm sorry, you said there was a, a, a drill? Yeah. I see something similar to that floating through the air. There's another type of people. I'm not sure, he's not, he's not in that area. He removes the staff from the um, tower. I'm not certain where Elios is, but... Wherever he is, I don't believe he can hear us, or I can't hear him. That may hinder his ability to use magic if he's unable to speak. Hmm. Um, it seems to be some sort of time trap or something like that. Would it have anything to do with the elves that were here 200 years ago from what that one ghosty guy was saying? 2,000 years ago. Hmm. is over 2,000 years old. Right. Not bad. That yes. number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 200 years is like a young and old elf. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. My bad. It's messed up my time scaling so much when I try to like make ancient elf culture because it's like, oh yeah, elves live to be a thousand. This, yeah, this is only two generations away. Yeah, right. But the, that's what he's got for you from trying to contact Elios. So Elios is alive. He's just most likely on a different plane. He's got the click remote. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay. But didn't Fenrir, or whatever his name was, didn't he say, like, you can't teleport at the base of the... Fulnir? And right. No. You can use no conjuration magic near the towers. I tell the druid that and say but he was able to cast other spells are there other spells that would be like that that he might have been able to use uh yes it, it seems like uh for you two he used um some sort of advanced mold earth some some way he he sent you through the earth um it, it's evocation magic but it would have had to have been a, a wildly powerful scale for him to do that mm-hmm and then what spell would have put him in a different place if he couldn't teleport? I don't know. He's just that cool. Uh, perhaps he didn't put himself there. Do you think the drill might have, expl like, in the explosion, it released energy or something like that? Perhaps. Um, we it was, like, 2,000 years old. Um, 
We have witnessed demons try to destroy these towers to no avail. Um, well, dope. But... Here, let us, let us go back and sit down. We, we'll, we'll have this chat. Um, we're, we always welcome uh, students of the gatekeepers. Um, Thanks, man. Um, we here are all of members of the Grashkala, or protectors of the labyrinth. We protect the world from the Delkir. Um, we druids are specifically the gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. Um, many of the knights you see around here will be the Grashkala. Uh, many of them orcs, um, but they all serve, many of them serve the sacred flame. Um, they would be aware of, of the Balinor that you serve, but they, uh, I don't, I don't know how they'll respond to, uh, the workings of the sovereign host. So mm. keep, bear that in mind. Okay. Um, so the, uh, he takes you back, um, sort of into that, um, ceremonial, ceremonial area you were before, but he takes you sort of into like a back room to chat with you guys. Um, so the towers have been used by gatekeepers for a very long time. But it was my understanding that the only towers existed here in the Demon Waste and in Drome. Um, and the ones in Drome are controlled by our our drow brethren. Well, these were all in the ground, and then I had a dream that they all came up, and then it happened. I see. Um, I believe Elios was studying prophecy of something to this effect. I was not aware that it had anything to do with our towers, but it does seem like uh, things are in motion that might be out of our hands. Well, if you couldn't use it to re- like to talk to anybody, is it even like is it the same tower? Um. If, if it looked the same, if it had the same symbols, yeah. um, perhaps it's been tampered with. Uh, only a skilled gatekeeper or one of the Zerai could even affect these towers. Um, they were built by... Um, they were built by the Gith Zerai centuries and centuries ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh... Thulnir. Thulnir said mm-hmm. that too. Um, he didn't like me much. Probably because I kept calling him Fenrir or something like that. <laughs> but they they were given to us by the Zerai to help protect us from demons. Um, they, they are planar travelers themselves. Um, perhaps the, they placed some others that were controlled by a different group but if I'm being honest I don't believe I believe the towers might be older than half elves themselves Mm -hmm. to see a half elf faction as young as the the dragon marked I, I don't believe that would be possible we do require we don't require a dragon mark to control the towers as a gatekeeper, but um, those with dragon marks typically ascend through the ranks faster. 
such as Elios. Wait. I thought Elios was a half-orc. Yes, he is. He is, uh... He's of the, uh, of House of Thrash, of the Shadow Marshes. Are these dragon bars? Yes, yes. Uh, the mark developed a few centuries ago, uh, a small community of half-orcs okay. um, from the Shadow Mar- from Shadow Marches developed them. Okay. <laughs> he may not have told you much. He doesn't uh, talk much about his homeland. No. Uh, he received lots of letters in Orcish, but I mm-hmm. don't know how to read Orcish. So. His, uh, his household is known for being mercenaries, um, but he did, clearly did not follow that path. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go ahead and give us a break here so mm-hmm. I can continue planning on what the to let you guys know and mm-hmm. I feel like Carter's fading out on us a little bit only a little only a little bit yeah only a little. Just, um, just in the eyes and, and the brain <laughs> in the brain in the words and brain mm-hmm. um but uh yeah what, what I want to think head. about mm-hmm. yeah um this is going to be we're probably going to do a little bit more of lore info like the Gith episode. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. But um, these people want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And they are your friends. Yay. Um, I'm excited for it. And also you guys level up for reaching the labyrinth. Nice. <laughs> you solved my non-Newtonian puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and stop it there. Bye, See you guys See later. You next time. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode and know someone else who would, please share it. See you next week.